This is the Affirm America podcast, where we stand up and speak out affirming American excellence. Coming to you deep in the heart of the Midwest, located in an undisclosed log cabin on the outskirts of town, your host, Marquis Vandemark. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Affirm America podcast. On this Thursday, October 13th, 2022, 26 days out until the midterm elections. It's getting a little chilly over here in the Midwest. Had a lot of rain last night, lightning. Leaves are all turning colors. Thanks for joining us on the Affirm America podcast. I'm your host, Marquise Vandemark. If you haven't subscribed yet, drop your email address in there. We'll shoot you out an email when the next episode comes out. All right, these are your top five headlines for this Thursday morning. Let's start off with headline number five. Treasury Department to investigate DeSantis for misuse of funds for flying immigrants to Martha's Vineyard. Politico, the Treasury Department is examining Florida Governor Ron DeSantis's migrant transports and whether the Republican governor improperly used money connected to COVID-19 aid to facilitate the flights. The agency's Inspector General's office confirmed to several members of Massachusetts' Democratic congressional delegation that it planned to get this work underway as soon as possible, end quote. To probe Florida's spending as part of ongoing audits into how states have used the billions sent to them as part of the American Rescue Plan, according to a letter provided by Democratic Massachusetts Senator Ed Markey's office. Becker News, Fox News, the Treasury Department Inspector General confirmed in a letter to Democratic lawmakers that the agency is planning to audit whether spending by Governor Ron DeSantis on migrant flights was improper. Katie Pavlich, while the Treasury Inspector General goes after DeSantis, the office is ignoring flights organized by the federal government under the policies of President Joe Biden and Homeland Security Secretary Alandro Mayorkas to fly illegal immigrants to cities across the country in the middle of the night. This is exactly why we need a change of leadership. Federal government's willing to use politics in their immigration issues, their immigration policies. The fact that they're sending people all over the country in the middle of the night under the disguise of darkness to send these immigrants, these illegals that are coming across our border, they put them on planes and send them throughout the United States into primarily Republican states and governors. So it's all political. They're just using this as a political maneuver to try to put the Republicans on the defensive, to put them in a position of tying them up. And this is why you need to vote in the next 26 days, because we need a serious regime change. All right, headline number four. Tulsi Gabbard endorses GOP Senate candidate doubles down on criticism of VP Harris. From the Daily Wire, former Democratic presidential candidate Tulsi Gabbard is set to campaign for a Republican Senate hopeful 
after announcing her departure from the Democratic Party on Tuesday. Gabbard's support of New Hampshire GOP Senate candidate Don Boldick comes just one day after she said she is no longer a Democrat. Don Boldick. Tulsi Gabbard is a fellow change agent and independent-minded outsider willing to speak truth to power. I'm honored to have her support and look forward to barnstorming New Hampshire with her. Fox News. Gabbard, who notoriously slammed Vice President Kamala Harris during a Democratic presidential debate in 2019, doubled down on her criticism, calling out Harris's double standard on key issues, including drug prosecutions. Kamala Harris is a perfect example of everything that is wrong with Washington and the Democratic Party of today, she said. Gabbard declined to say whether she will call herself an independent or Republican going forward and instead called herself an independent-minded person. Okay, so Tulsi Gabbard is a uh, breath of fresh air. We're beginning to see the Democratic Party starting to crumble under the weight of its absurdities, of its wokeness, its indoctrination ideas, its critical race theory. It's embracing all of these outside the norms of American thought and cultural awareness. And we're beginning to see people walking away from the Democratic Party. Now, that doesn't mean the Republicans are always the best choice. They need to also go through a revitalization and a renewal and a great awakening. We have to return back to our roots of who we are as a nation. But this is a very good sign, and we can continue to hope that more and more people will realize these things and begin to rise up and wake up and let us turn this country around. And we have exactly 26 days in which we need to, to focus our attention Put our voting power where it belongs and let us see a huge tsunami red wave on November the 8th. All right, headline number three. More staffers quit prosecutor Kimberly Fox's office, totaling more than 235 since July of 2021. Fox News. Frustrations continue to mount against Cook County State's attorney Kimberly Fox as a growing number of attorneys in her office resign. Four Cook County Assistant State's Attorneys, ASSAs, recently resigned from Fox's Felony Review Unit, three of whom quit on the same day, all within the past two weeks, a source familiar with the matter told Fox News. The four felony ASAs, who normally worked out of the Cook County Criminal Court building on 26th Street and California Avenue, were being asked to volunteer their time covering traffic court in Bridgeview, Illinois, courthouse due to staffing issues at the Bridgeview location. The resignations come about three months after a 25-year veteran Illinois prosecutor took aim at Fox's policies in a public resignation letter published in July. More than 235 people have resigned from Fox's office since July of 2021. Washington Examiner Though homicides are down in Chicago by 17% this year compared to last year, remain higher than previous years, according to the outlet. Other violent crimes, including burglary, robbery, theft, and motor vehicle theft, are reportedly up by 37% compared to last year. 
Yeah, so that's uh, another George Soros elected prosecutor in Illinois, Kimberly Fox. George Soros has been throwing his money all over the country, electing these radical leftist prosecutors who have dropped bail and are more concerned about the victims. Excuse me, let me get that in where it should be. More concerned about the criminals than the victims. That's the problem. We have these radical people that think they can support the criminals and keep them on the streets and leave the victims, the citizens, in danger. This is what George Soros is all about. And these people like Kimberly Fox need to be recalled just like Bodine in San Francisco, others around the country that have been put on notice that they need to change their policies. And now we're seeing Kimberly Fox is in the same situation as all the others. All right, headline number two. DHS Secretary Mayorkas' new Border Patrol whipping allegation was false before pushing narrative. From the National Review, according to the newly released emails, Department of Homeland Security Secretary Alandro Mayorkas was aware of the popular narrative that Border Patrol agents whipped a group of Haitian migrants was false hours before he declared the incident horrific during a White House press conference. One of Mayorkas' staffers sent him an email less than three hours before the press conference relaying the account of photographer Paul Rachi, who took the viral photos and said the salacious account of what happened was false. Rather than using the information he was provided to correct the narrative, Mayorkas perpetuated the media's misleading account of the incident by suggesting that something requiring investigation had occurred. Bill Malugin. Email reveals DHS Secretary Mayorkas was alerted by DHS top public affairs official that the whipping narrative behind horseback border patrol photos wasn't true. But at a White House press conference two and a half hours later, he didn't refute that narrative, instead calling the images horrifying. Representative Andy Biggs, Alondro Mayorkas defamed his own employees in order to score political points. He has violated his oath of office and lied to the American people with a straight face. His career should be over. Ted Cruz, disgraceful. My Orcas knowingly sold out the honorable men and women of Border Patrol, all to curry favor with the Biden White House. In just a few months, my Orcas will rightly be impeached. It's just astonishing how corrupt that the Biden administration is, that these individuals that are standing in these national positions are so partisan, so uh, willing to lie about the honorable men and women that are protecting our southern border. It's just astonishing that these people are even still in office even to this day. As soon as this came out, he should have been fired immediately. Yet the Biden administration is happy to continue as if nothing had happened. They're willing to stand together with that individual. And it just shows us how corrupt this administration is and how we need a regime change in 26 days. So let's remember that, folks. 
Time is of the essence, and we're getting down to the last hour. All right, headline number one. Republican Attorneys General to Merrick Garland stand down on prosecuting critics of transgender surgeries for minors. From the National Review, Tennessee Attorney General's Jonathan Skirmetti and a group of 12 other state attorneys generals delivered a letter to Merrick Garland on Wednesday demanding that the Department of Justice refrain from prosecuting individuals who question the wisdom of providing gender-affirming care to minors. Skirmetti's letter came as a reply to another letter addressed to Garland earlier this month from the American Academy of Pediatrics, American Medical Association, and Children's Hospital Association. The three organizations requested the U.S. Attorney General's investigate the organizations, individuals, and entities coordinating, provoking, and carrying out bomb threats and threats of personal violence against children's hospitals and physicians across the U.S. Fox News. In the letter, the attorneys general wrote of their deep concern with the recent letter Garland received from the medical associations, which they said asked him to investigate and prosecute people who questioned the medical establishment's current treatments of children struggling with gender dysphoria. We emphatically agree that anyone engaged in violent crime or threats of violence should be investigated and prosecuted by the appropriate authorities. But the medical organizations are asking you much more than just that. They wrote, they are asking you to direct the criminal enforcement power of the federal government not only at those committing or threatening violence, but also at those whose speech may provoke such threats. The attorney generals continued. So again, you know, the radical leftists, the, the uh, Democratic Party, I'm calling them out for who they are. You know, we have free speech. We have the First Amendment, folks. And the fact that the, the attorney general of the United States of America is questioning free speech is, should send a chill up and down your spine. We have the right to speak our minds in this country and not be prosecuted by the federal authorities. Now, I do agree that if anybody's out there threatening with violence or bomb threats, that's a different story. But for anybody that's just speaking how they feel, like I am right now on my podcast, that means that I could be open to the federal government coming in here and prosecuting me. Now, that's not fair. That is not American. That is against our Constitution. And that's why we need to vote these guys out in 26 days. Does everybody understand that? We need to vote. We need to be proactive. That's our constitutional right. So let's get to it. Let's get organized. Let's get out there and vote on November the 8th. All right, those are your top five headlines for this Thursday, October the 13th, 2022. I'm your host, Marquise Vandemark. Thanks for joining us today. We'll see you tomorrow on the Affirm America podcast. God bless you, and we'll see you then. This is the Affirm America podcast with your host, Marquis Vandemark. And let's never forget, America is great, and we affirm it. 